Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Russell Fugit, and I am so excited to welcome you to season two of the Progress Over Perfection podcast. I know we have been on an extended hiatus, but we're excited to get back in the saddle. I'm not going to say a whole lot. Just uh, follow along. Um, of course, a lot of you know uh, Sela Fugit at Sela underscore Fugit, F-U-G-E-T-T on Instagram and um, at Progress Over Perfection uh, is also an Instagram account. We're going to be firing that back up and a new website is in the works. And it's just been such a season of growth here in 2022. And we wanted to make sure we got back to you guys before this year is over. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back here every Thursday. Make sure you're subscribing, sharing this podcast. If you missed season one, go back and listen. Uh, it's been great to see even over the last few months that people have gone back and checked out different episodes from season one. And we're just so grateful. And Sila particularly is grateful to know of the impact that her story has been able to make on so many women and so many families. So there's just so much work to be done. There's so much healing to be had, so much freedom to be obtained. We're just excited to partner with you using this wonderful medium of podcasting and our voices to to partner with you um, on Sela's journey, on our journey, um, and and to be a small part of your journey uh, to know God better and to uh, gain freedom and healing from so many of the things that uh, we all have experienced, particularly uh, for women. So thanks for listening to Progress Over Perfection. And I think you'll enjoy this welcome back episode and then hang out after the encouragement. We have a hilarious bonus segment we recorded this summer. So stay tuned to check that out. Hey, Bird, welcome back. Season two. Hey, thanks. I'm excited to be back. It's been a while. I mean, it has been a while. I didn't realize we actually had a May episode because it felt like it wasn't since March, but we kind of lost our cadence in the spring. And the last six months have been like drinking out of a fire hose. Yes, but in a good way. I'm not thirsty. <laughs> I am not thirsty either. <laughs> I, I'm not thirsty. It, <laughs> so it, it is. It's been a good way. So, so of course, we're going to start. So, Bird, tell us. Of all the wonderful things that you have happened. You tell these to. people why you calling me Bird, though. Because this is real personal. Oh, now I'm they're sorry. like, who is this Bird person oh, you're talking to? Well, that's her nickname, and we don't know where it came from exactly. <laughs> but it, it was before I met her was her nickname. It's been um, my nickname since I was a child. I think it's because I sang a lot and songbird. Supposedly there's a story about a boyfriend calling me, one of my sister's boyfriends calling me that at some bird at some point, but we've never figured Somebody's exactly. boyfriend. Exactly. Huh? Somebody's <laughs> boyfriend. We've never figured out, but my nickname is Bird and all most of the kids would call me Aunt Bird and Candy Aunt Bird because if you know me, I always got candy. <laughs> <laughs> so. so so anyway, Sila. Yes, love. Tell us what's been going on in your life. You guys so many amazing, ah, amazing things have been going on in my life. So let me stop for a second and I'm going to share about my career because that's probably one of the biggest things. Um, I had been with a company for the last 15 years, uh, Corporate America. I'm in dentistry for all of you that don't know. Um, and I was really not happy at this company, um, but I had been there for so long. And if you know me, I am very faithful. And I saw myself just getting through the tough patch and hopefully things were going to get better. But when I say bad, guys, I mean bad, bad, like crying at my desk, uh, my daughters having to come over and rub my arm because they see that I'm visibly upset, um, being spoken to in ways that it is not okay to be spoken to, um, being yelled at, cursed at, um, not from my employer, by the way, <laughs> 
from outside of the company, um, but the company allowed people to treat us that way. And it really took a toll on my mental health. It was really, really tough because you can't just go from being yelled at all day long by people um, to flipping a switch and, and being a mom and being a wife. And so it was really, really hard. Well, God had other plans. So um, earlier in the year, a, another company contacted me and asked for some of the knowledge that I have. I've been in dentistry 27 years, so I have a lot of dental knowledge and experience. And we got on a call and you know, halfway through that call, they were basically asking how they could hire me. <laughs> and um, that turned into some more Zoom calls and conversation. And they made me an offer to come and work for them. And I took a consultancy first with them because I wanted to get to know them. Um, like I said, I'm faithful. And so if I make a move, it's probably going to be a long term move. And I'm very uh, careful now because of what I've experienced the last 15 years um, at my former company. So I started as a consultant and that was scary. That was a big faith move for me because um, nothing was guaranteed. And the three months could have turned into no, thank you. We're, we're, we're not interested. Um, or, you know, we, we realize we don't need your services. And I would have been out of luck. But God, God got me. Scott Daddy, as I call him. Y'all know I call him Scott Daddy. Scott Daddy got me. So um, they offered me a full-time position and with a very generous increase. Um, and I am doing really fun things. I'm still in dentistry. I love what I do, but it's making me think outside the box. And I'm not doing the same old thing that I've done every you know, for the last 15 years. And I'm, I'm getting to dream and plan and grow and be part of a, a vibrant team and just an amazing manager. And I've never experienced that before either. Uh, my manager in my former job was uh, left a lot to be desired. And so I feel like I'm learning so much um, in this new role. So I'm just so, so thankful. So that's why we've been busy, y'all. Well, <laughs> I, I think that's the, that's the headline. That is and, the headline. And that's the somewhat happy ending for for this story but there was a, a lot much longer journey and i, I want to first say i know like you know 80 percent, 90 percent of the people that listen to this podcast are women is that and there's been a lot of news around this about how particularly women in the workplace are really um suffering similar things whether it be you know um if they're in front-facing positions with the public um or even internally um and, and not having the courage to stand up for themselves mm -hmm. and not having the courage or the faith to realize and believe there's something more or something better or something different yeah. that can come um, in your life, in your, in your career, um, or even in your family or, what, or whatever the case may be. And I know this season for so many people has been hard, but I'm certainly, uh, I think, more particularly in tune to how difficult it's been for women balancing career, family, um, balancing being in the sandwich generation, taking care of, of aging parents um, who are challenging. <laughs> mm -hmm. Amen. Um, so I just want to um, unpack that and, and the, the, the journey it truly was um, that I've been able to be a part of by gently nudging yes. and encouraging um, and then nudging some more mm -hmm. to, to think about that you didn't have to die at the de at that desk working for your previous employer <laughs> and just suffer um what what they were giving you and as um someone was telling you be happy you have a job right now because we're in a pandemic and just be happy yeah. you got any bonus even though it's not the same bonus from the year before and and just be happy and just you know almost you know shut up and take it 
I got. Um, I heard that. And I just want to say, God has something. God has something better for for mm-hmm. Sila, and God has something better for you if you're willing to to push in to seek to find what that is. Can I say though something? I sure. I knew. I know now. God had better for me. In the moment, I didn't know. I was terrified, and I, I knew. I didn't know if I was making the right decision. But I do want to circle back to my story and share one important thing that really does reference back to God is that when I got asked to be on that call, the first from this company that I now work for, um, they were willing to pay me for that call. And I felt God telling me that I should give that full amount to church, to God as just a seed of faith that God, you will do something amazing, bigger than I could ever ask, think, or imagine with this. And so I went into that call saying, I'm going to give a hundred percent of this to God and let him do with it as he sees fit. And I did that. And it turned into an amazing new opportunity, a job that I'm really happy at, an increase in salary. And so I'm just so thankful that I got beyond myself. Cause let me tell y'all, there was a purse I had my eye on. I was ready. I was like, Ooh, that bag. I'm gonna get that bag. No. God was like, my child, I need to see if you're going to listen to me because God Daddy knows I'm real hard-headed. So um, he was testing me, I think. <laughs> and I passed and it's it's been amazing. And I'm so thankful for um, me having the courage to have the obedience. I feel like that's the, the overarching um, thing in my life right now is just obedience. God is really rewarding me for my obedience. And I believe that my obedience to get sober it's just been one step after the other, after the other. And um, yesterday at church, our pastor was talking about um, yeah, healing, healing. Thank you. Uh-huh. That's what he was talking about. Um, he was talking about healing and he was talking about how you have to do um, the next right thing, the next step, the next step, even if you don't understand it, even if it seems confusing, and even if it's painful and even if it's because often will be painful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel yeah. like God was just asking me and is continuing, continually asking me to do the next right thing. And my sobriety journey was the first step and now my career. And then there's just so many other things personally that are blowing up for me um, within my sobriety and um, being able to speak and give back and volunteer and help other women. So I'm just so thankful for this season of my life. I just think t- too often we get and I speak for myself as well. We get comfortable, we, we get stuck and we get frustrated, mm-hmm. but we also are a little bit comfortable with where we are because we understand everything. At least we, we see what's happening. We know what we got to deal with. We know what the problems are, who the issues are, what the issues are. And, and we're, and we're afraid to say, well, maybe there's something on the other side of this and to really push into God to find out what, what that is. And so, you know, we, even though we're frustrated and want more, it can be getting to more, getting to the next level, to the next thing, to a new season can be scary because it's truly walking into an unknown. And that's where, um, um, faith truly has to, to bridge our faith has to bridge that gap. Amen. So, so, um, you have a whole new wardrobe now. Why is that? (laughs) I forgot. Why why are we going shopping all the time now? And I just have to, you know, adjust our budget now. (laughs) Guys, I am losing weight like a crazy person. That is the truth. It, Again, getting sober, I have gotten physically, mentally, and spiritually healthy. People ask me all the time, Sila, what are you doing? How are you losing weight? I got sober, y'all. And then I came 
to a full understanding and healing of what I was so unhealthy, how, what I was drinking over, how I was so unhealthy, how I was eating my feelings or drinking my feelings or spending time with men back in the day that, you know, were my crutch for all of the unhealed trauma and wounds within me. And so as I have gotten healthier, the weight has just fallen off. And I promise y'all, I have no type of surgeries. I didn't do anything crazy. Like we don't have that in the budget, but I've just gotten healthy and I am so thankful. So I've lost 70 pounds, I think close to 70 pounds. And still losing. <laughs> I'm trying to take take her to get take her to get hamburgers and, and pancakes, but it's not working. No, and, but I'm just I'm so thankful, and I just keep telling people it's just it's part of my healing. You know, it's healing that I should have had a long time ago, but mm-hmm. all in God's time. Progress over perfection. Amen. Episode one, season two, and it is definitely a new season from when we began this uh, in September of 2021. And and we were we've been telling the story recently about how we were just trying to record the trailer. <laughs> And, and how hard it was. I, mean, I can't believe you're telling this story. <laughs> well, hey, I'm putting it on record now. Now that we're now that we, personal story. Well, <laughs> well, kidding, you can this tell. whole podcast is a daggone personal story, <laughs> Lord. I mean, but I think now it's I think it's important to reflect on it because I mean it's hard to imagine for you, I'm sure. It might be even for me a little bit that we are here, yeah. episode um, one of season two, which I think will be our 16th episode overall. And we're over 1,500 listens of season one, mm-hmm. right? As we looked today to, to record this, over 1,500 listens of the, of the 15. So it's over 100, averaging 100 listens per episode. And that's just amazing. Um, and so you know, how, as you think back on who you were just 14 oh, months gosh. ago, just how different life was, what, what, are, you, what are you thinking today? It's it's just absolutely amazing. So the story he didn't tell, I'll tell it because he didn't tell because he thought I was going to get too embarrassed. Y'all, every time you do a podcast, people normally have a trailer. You can go back and listen to this trailer. I'm sure none of you have listened to it because Lord knows I ain't listening to it since the day I recorded it. But let me tell you a little story about the trailer. I was such a nervous wreck to do this podcast. And I had talked about it for months on months on months and everyone kept encouraging me and I was like, mm, I'm going to get to it. Um, when I sat down to record the 60 second trailer, y'all, I cried like three times. Russell had to lay hands on me. He had to pray for me right quick. He was like, this wife is losing her mind. Um, and then I made him turn around as if he doesn't know what I look like because I couldn't speak in front of him. And I was like, turn around. This is so hard. Yeah. I was a whole mess trying to do this. How long ago was that? That was like Labor Day, like after Labor Day of September of 2021. So growth, y'all. So much growth. We are recording with ease. I used to have pages and pages and pages of notes. And now I'm like, we'll just talk. (laughs) (laughs) So if it's not as organized as before, don't judge me, y'all. I'm a busy mama. Yeah, I'm I'm the person that can get up and give a, a, a 18-minute talk with, like, no notes, like yeah. I did last week. Yeah, not me. <laughs> and not had to me. keep my, cut it short. I could have gone twice as long mm-hmm. if I really when I wanted to, but talking to middle school kids. But anyway. So it's been so much growth <laughs> for myself. And if, yeah, got to be honest, I'm so thankful for all the listeners, and I hope that people are listening and finding freedom and getting encouraged. But also, guys, this is healing for me. So thank you. Thank you for being a part of my healing and listening and encouraging me because this podcast alone is changing me and shaping me and growing me in ways I could never have imagined. So thank you. I love y'all. So I know, you know, 
we've been in and out a little bit this year, but we're going to get back in our groove for season two every other Thursday. You can uh, listen here and we'll let you know when we're going to take breaks with the holidays and stuff coming up. But we're going to, you know, try to commit and lock in and see if we can do like another at least 10, maybe 15 episodes for season two. So what do we have uh, in store and already, you know, kind of planned, maybe even recorded coming up in, in the pipeline? Bird. What do we got? We got some we got some fun topics. We got some hard topics. Mm-hmm. Um, we've dealt with some tough family things. Um, so we are going to start talking about them. Um, we went on a trip and, and dealt with a very difficult racial situation with our children. And we want to share about that and how we handled it just to encourage other people. Um, I've dealt with some really tough family stuff over the last two years. And most everyone knows I'm estranged from my family and that still has gone on. And I um, have come to an understanding and an acknowledge. I acknowledge the situation and I accept it for as it is. Um, and I think we're going to talk about acceptance and accepting um, people's behavior and accepting situations and how to deal with it. Because just because you accept it doesn't mean you like it. <laughs> and the importance of, of healthy boundaries. Yes, and the importance of healthy boundaries. Yeah. That's been another yeah. big thing yeah. for me. Yeah. And we're going to have some special guests. Yes. At least one. We're going to have our first special guest. We're going to have at least one. And my we'll make, shiro. Yeah, yeah. My hero. We're have at least one guest. <laughs> um, and and yeah, we're, we're excited about that. So, you know, please share this podcast. If, you, if you're just discovering it, certainly go back and check out season one. Um, and encourage other people to subscribe, share it, like it. You're going to see more activity. You can follow at progress underscore over underscore perfection on Instagram is a great follow. You're going to see more stuff there. Um, so stay tuned for that. Hey, y'all. As always, we love to end with an encouragement. So here's my encouragement for you today. Be obedient. God will not reveal all things at once. What I've learned in my sobriety journey and my walk with God, which is in places it's never been before in my life, is that if I do the next right thing and take the next right step, that God will lead me and allow him to lead you. Ask him to lead you. I take God with me into every space, place, situation, Um, And the one thing that I have learned um, over these last couple years that I have really been working on myself and getting healthier and leaning into God is that if God can trust me with the small things, then he will bless me with the big ones. And I am seeing that tangibly in my life right now. My other encouragement is to do hard things. Push yourself past your comfort zone. Ask yourself, when is the last time you challenged yourself to overcome a fear? I have dealt with a lot of fear and anxiety in my life. And as part of my recovery, I'm pushing myself to grow and to push past those fears and to overcome those fears. I've had to lean in to the God-centered reality of who I really am because how I saw myself was not very healthy. Um, I continue to seek God and ask him how he sees me and help me help him to reveal how he sees me. Um, Trust Trust me when I say that you can overcome anything with God's help. Um, I have had to overcome fear. I am still in the process of overcoming fear. Fear is so natural and not enough people talk about it. And so I wanted to share that today with you guys that God will make all things perfect in our weakness. So lean into your weakness. Ask God to help you. 
as a tangible takeaway for that leaning into God and doing hard things, the biggest catalyst in my healing um, and like having the faith and the encouragement to conquer these fears would be the support of a community and friends. And we have an amazing home church. It's Union Church here in the DC area. That has been a huge part of my healing. Um, They are so loving and supportive and encouraging me. And there are so many things that I've had to overcome lately that there was one friend or one sister in the Lord at church that was like, you got this, you can do this. And that small encouragement from them has meant the world to me. So thank you, my friends. You know who you are. I wouldn't be here without you. I adore you and love you and keep pushing me, keep pushing others. Um, and push yourself a little bit. Let's try something new. Let's get over a fear. I love y'all. See you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are excited for what is ahead on season two. If you can't tell, I've been slowly but surely pulling my wife out of her shell. I just know, and I've known for a long time, that she has so much to offer you and offer the world and, and so many of the people she's had a chance to interact with. And so we're really just getting started here uh, at the Progress Over Perfection podcast. And I'm just so grateful for the work that God has done and um, how God's used me and used our marriage and used our church community, Union Church and our friends in so many different ways to bring about he- healing and awareness and and then give Sila the courage to, to step out into this platform and things are just so different than when we started this journey uh, in the middle of September of 2021. And it's just really amazing to see. So we're going to uh, end this episode with a special bonus segment. It's hilarious. Uh, my wife and I recorded it back in the summertime, late summertime. Um, and it's about how I take my youngest daughter and I occasionally probably have taken my oldest daughter, but she's independent pretty much now. I, I take her to the bathroom in public places. I take her to the ladies room occasionally. Um, when she has to go to the bathroom and I haven't really seen a problem with it. So I'm not going to attempt to defend myself here. It's unfair, but I'm going to let you listen to this segment and and I'll be back and let you know how you can chime in and and give me some advice, give us some advice as to how we should proceed going forward. But I think you'll get a few good laughs out of this next one. So enjoy. All right. So this is a, a funny segment and I really need the audience to respond and engage with this. So uh, my youngest daughter, Natalie, just turned five earlier this year. And you've heard her on the podcast a couple times, once or twice, I think. And so, you know, regularly we're out places. Sometimes I'm out with her, you know, without Sila and she needs to go to the bathroom. And sometimes we go in the men's room, but often we do go into the ladies' room. Um, And I go in with her. And, mm-hmm. and so on almost every occasion I go in with her, mm-hmm. there's no other woman in the bathroom. But on a couple of occasions, mm-hmm. I would say, I made the dad announcement. What? what? That I'm going what in. That? that I'm go- well, I usually send her in. That's not a And thing. then I come in and I come in and make a dad announcement. Because we, so this, so this is what happened a week ago. Mm-hmm. We went to the men's room mm-hmm. and it was like two toilets and they were both, the toilet seats were really mm-hmm. gross. They were gross. Mm-hmm. And I could have wiped them down, but that wasn't sufficient. So I, I indulged my daughter and said, let's go across mm-hmm. to the women's room. Of course and there was no one in there. Mm-hmm. And there Keep was going. no one in mm-hmm. there. So I went. So I came back and I told my wife that, we go, that I regularly. Regularly, y'all. Go into the women's room and take my daughter to the bathroom. And sometimes, most times, almost like, I would say 95% of the time, there's no one, no women in there when I go. Okay. And when you told me that, and, and what did I say? So, 
You what? They gonna, you said they're gonna lock me up. I said what, Russell? Wait, 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 wait. Did you See? just tell me that you regularly go in the ladies' room with my with my five year old, four year old daughter, no, 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 no. three year old Russ, daughter? What yeah. part of you thinks that that's okay? So, oh, because I make an announcement. Yeah, I'm making sure. I'm, what I'm in the my, heck? That's yeah. not a thing. <laughs> I make, I make an announcement just because I can't see, somebody's in the stall and I can't see anybody. And they hear a male you voice. You still shouldn't be in there. My big old you to startle some little old lady. She's going to have a heart attack on the toilet. <laughs> oh my gosh. All because you don't want to clean the men's room toilet. I see, know. I clean it. Guess what? Newsflash. The ladies' room? Yeah, they dirty too, boo. They're People like want to like women, stand up. This no. isn't like a uh, performance. Sit down. The women, Sit down. The, 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 women's, the women's bathrooms are a lot cleaner. I'll, I'll say that but but two things one you know I, I my, you know i try to i'm trying to get my daughter to obviously be free and go by herself and she does that occasionally and i'll check on her but um you know i i, I just i don't see it you know, i haven't felt like it was a thing i thought we're in an age where like a toilet's a toilet and you know if it's a unisex sure of course of course but, but i don't know i don't I think, think these haven't changed the signs yet you know they haven't changed the signs yet i mean the nba moved the whole all-star game over this whole women's this whole bathroom issue back in like five years ago in north carolina i think it oh. was i mean so i just thought we were over this i just didn't think it's that much of an issue especially being here now granted you know we live in like a you know i hate to get political but like a blue area where people i feel like a little more progressive and understanding you know, man taking his daughter to the bathroom. I'm trying. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be equal opportunity parenting. Okay. Because because 30 years ago, guess what would happen? You'd be going to the bathroom every time with her, right? And right. Yeah. More than more than yeah. likely. That's true. So I'm trying to be a little, you know, right. a little progressive <laughs> parent. And sometimes, well, you know, my, you my daughter. Parent. There was one occasion where the, the the men's toilet was being used. It was like one or two men's toilets that was being used, and she had to go. Mm-hmm. There was one occasion where I had no choice <laughs> but to take her. To women's room, and so I've never had an issue. I've never been stopped. No one's ever freaked out about it. So I've, you know, it's, I just, I just yet. I, and I, again, you know me. I walk into places like I belong. I know. It includes the women's room. If I have to take my daughter to go to the bathroom, that's all I'm doing. We I wash our worry. hands and we leave. I, I just, I wasn't so anyway, aware. Now, do we need to have a line item in our budget is, for I bail money you, in case you, you get arrested? Well, like, do they illegal? arrest people? I don't know. My, Peeping toms is that a thing? But you're in the men's room and you can see through the cracks. I'm in the men's room. I mean, you're in the women's room. You know what I mean? I'm so confused. Why are you in the ladies' room? Like this isn't even making sense in my brain. Because I have a daughter. I know. Who needs to go but to the I just worry you might get in trouble sometimes. Okay. Well, so, you bail me out. Okay, but I'm using your discretionary fund, not mine. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-uh, don't don't cover it. Well, no. you better add more. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's illegal. Now, I guess if some woman complained or said I assaulted her or touched her or you know what's a peeping. You know crazy people saying crazy things? Crazy people could say crazy things in the men's room, too, though. I've heard some crazy things in the men's All room. All right, Let y'all. So, you. I need you go to, to, go to like, a football, chime in. Go to a football okay? game or a base, basketball, baseball game. Because he keeps bringing this up. And I got to tell you, his mom is here this weekend. And I'm about to bring it up with her Ask and her. see what she thinks. Ask her. Because I'm going to ask what she would think if a man announced himself when she's sitting on the commode where you can see through the cracks. And you know, old lady love to call it the commode. I didn't call you old mom. I love you. But women of a certain age, they love the word commode. My grandmother, you love that word. <laughs> Good job, grandma. Sorry. It's a, it's a Friday night. It's so a long, So I need, some, I need some feedback. Am I breaking, yes. am I breaking the law? I need am to know I, if I'm I, overreacting. I, yeah, I need to know if you're overreacting. Because I, I didn't think it was... I. I I mean, I was a little apprehensive about it years ago, but having two, being a girl dad, I've gotten over it. Like, my daughter needs to go to the bathroom. Like, whatever. Like, let's just go to the bathroom. Like, I just want to get done. 
let me say though, I am so thankful that you are a father that takes our girls to the bathroom and you never look at me because I definitely did not come from that environment, nor did see, I exactly. see that within my family. So can of I at least get that? No, no. I, I'm giving that, babe. Here, okay. woohoo! Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. No, I am. I'm so thankful that you do, and you sometimes offer because you know, you know, I've I've got them or I've you know corralled them like herding cats to the <laughs> yes. restaurant, grabbing ponytails yeah. as we go knock in. Not wait waitresses over because yeah. they're not looking at where they're going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he knows I'm like exasperated by the time we get to the table. So thank you. I honor you for that. So I yeah, so give you. us some feedback. Like, is she overreacting? Am I just crazy and I'm asking for yeah. like over a night in jail? Like, <laughs> And like how should we move forward? Because I think he should yeah. cut that out. I think and we move like, forward by having our five-year-old go to the bathroom by herself. But, yes. you know, and I'm, maybe I'm, her eight-year-old sister could go with her. Maybe. We have teamwork. Yeah, you know, we can all start the ladies go to the bathroom together thing I mean, real early. I'm all, I'm, hey, as, an, as the only guy in this house, I'm all for that. So okay. whenever y'all want to start that movement, no, no, I'll, no, I'll, I need a break. No, no, it's fine. Can you just go stand outside the bathroom? Because I just need the, the, Meet the me table in the ladies room. for a moment. Yes. Ladies. Be, be back real soon. Yeah, they'd rather hear you sing than me sing. Yeah, exactly. See, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm okay, all for look, that. You're going to have to stand outside the ladies' not room, not in the. You ain't enjoy, you're not now, invited now, to the meeting now, in the ladies' room. Let me give one quick caveat. I have never done this at church. Gosh, thank you, Lord. I would be mortified if you did this at church, dear. No, don't make me call one of these ladies. I went, at I went in one time at church. Put a picture. Don't I went let to this a, man in I the back. I went to a Saturday meeting at church. Take the back. No, oh no! And there was no one in there. There was no one in there. You get there's a family bathroom at church. Why not take her to that one? That's her favorite one. That. That. Jesus, y'all pray for me. So, but Please. on a Sunday, on a Sunday, I never go. Help me. But I stand outside. I, feel like I get all these weird looks because people are like, why is this guy yeah, standing outside? We're going to get kicked out in church. Why do I stand outside? The, the ladies' room, become, my daughter's in the bathroom because you're out in the lobby doing ministry. Let's be real. I'm not knocking it. I know. And, and you know, I usually get the tap, tap, tap. Dang, you go to the bathroom. Like, all right. Like, so, well, I mean, someone me. advise me. Coach me. I'm not trying to cause trouble. I'm not trying to be a Can rule you breaker. One of my sister friends, I'm please. Just, I'm just, I got about 511 of them. I'm just at trying Union. to take care okay. of my daughter's needs. They can and, take her and, there. And, you don't and, need to go. Well, in there. Uh, well, okay. Well, let's let's put that buddy system in place <laughs> at church and anywhere else for that matter. So I'm happy to to, to adjust in this way. But again, I'm just meeting the need, and you know, I, I've never heard a fly unless I had to. So I, I don't. I don't care, but I don't want to scare nobody. I don't want to go to jail. So y'all respond. Let us know so I can make some progress. Because obviously this is not perfection, I guess, how, how I'm taking my daughters mm. to the bathroom in public places. So. We at work, y'all. Well, I hope you got a laugh out of that. And it's just, it's just real talk. I mean, it's just real. Call me crazy. Look, you can uh, hit us up on Instagram. at I'm at Russell Fugit, R-U-S-S-E-L-L-F-U-G-E-T-T. Of course, you know how I think you know how to find the podcast, find Sila. Um, if you want to leave us a comment or, or somewhere else that you know how to contact us, feel free to to do that. And and um, but otherwise, I hope you just enjoyed it and got a good laugh. So uh, stay tuned. We back in this space in two weeks. I'm at right after the week after Thanksgiving, and we're going to be excited to be coming back every other Thursday um, in season two of Progress Over Perfection. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll be back here very soon. Please share this podcast, subscribe, tell your friends, get plugged in, go back and check out season one and follow along on this journey. God bless. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving.